Michael Litton, the last DJ, host of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the wicked awesome DRS ATL studio right here in Roswell, Georgia. Owner of the studio, host extraordinaire, the man on all the technology. I don't know how he puts it all together because we got Source Connect, we got music, we got all sorts of stuff, and he pulls it all together for us. Waheed Gomes, just totally uh, stoked to have on the show all the way from Turkey, Batu Actinus. And uh, he is an artist of outstanding caliber, and I wish I had met him years ago. I had the pleasure of playing on a few of his tracks several months ago, and his singing was absolutely inspiring. I hope to work with him again in the not-too-distant future. And that is a quote from the legendary Simon Kirk, drummer of Free, Bad Company, and the uh, Ringo Starr All-Star Band, not uh, just to name a few. And Batu... We, uh, we want the audience to hang around for the whole show because we are going to play uh, something very special at the end of the show that ties in with Simon Kirk. So welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. It's great to be here. Oh, my gosh. What an honor. What a, a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, we're going to, for your fans that are legion and continuing to grow, I mean, into the millions and beyond, um, we're going to play six songs of yours and we're only going to do a couple minutes because we want the listeners to go out and buy, uh, the music off your website, which is by the way, um, what, <laughs> <laughs> or, where, or where should they buy them? Where, sh- where should they go buy them? Batu? yeah, actually my songs are only on digital platforms for now. Okay. Uh, so okay. if the listeners can go Shake my music on Spotify, yeah. Apple Music, or something like that. It will be very enough for me. Okay, good. And stream them a, a, a bazillion times so we can make a buck or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Counting on it. <laughs> so we're going to only play a couple minutes of each song so that you go out and then get them on Spotify. And they're just unbelievably awesome. And the first three we're going to do are songs that Batu uh, did, and they're all in uh, Turkish. And then the next three yeah. we're going to do uh, that he performed with the band Heavy Sky that he uh, yeah, collaborates exactly. with. And those will be in English. And that the, the next or the uh, two of the of the remaining three will be off of Heavy Sky, the album Dreamer, which is just a fantastic uh-huh. CD. And then we're going to do a surprise song at the very, very end. So um, just so delighted to have you talk about. Um, this first song we're going to tee up and you just released it on Friday. So, uh, we're so honored that we, we get the kind of opportunity to, to, you know, be almost first, if you will. Yeah. Uh, actually it's a song called, um, which means like 
killers at the funeral. Uh, I can say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a political one. Yeah. Uh, because we've been through some, you know, trouble with the, you know, government yeah. as musicians yeah. here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and I really believe in the power of rock and roll. So I can explain my feelings truthfully. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's all it's, it's a heavy rock song. Yeah. Uh, it's, it sounds like, it sounds like a mixture of, you know, eighties and also maybe beginning of two uh, thousands, uh, you know, the alternative rock music. Yeah. And, and let's see, let's see what, what listeners going to say about it. I love it. Let's okay. If we could, Cue that up. That's killer at the funeral <laughs> for those of us English speakers. And in Turkey, it's say it again, Batu. <laughs> I love it. Let's hear a little katana janazana. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> say it any better than what Simon Kirk said. His singing was absolutely inspiring. I love it. Thank you very much, man. Thank what you a, very much. It means a lot. What a great, uh, yeah. And he, uh, you know, we, um, we have a mutual, uh, a friend, the brilliant Lucy Pillar. Yes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's just unbelievable. <laughs> so we have to give a shout out to Lucy because I, I say of her, that, you know, she's uh, got a lot on uh, that Kevin Bacon guy who's, you know, he's seven degrees of separation, but Lucy's uh, one <laughs> to two degrees of separation from uh, knowing every musician on the planet. And uh, <laughs> she reached out to Simon and, uh, you know, he was gracious enough to provide that quote and he wanted to make sure 
that uh, I highlighted it right at the top of the show. So Simon, we did as yeah. you did as you asked, and it's a great, uh, great tribute to Batu. Hey, Batu, you know, uh, the other thing for your listeners that are so, uh, you know, growing and growing and growing that we suggest that they get a beverage of their choice, right? And sit back in a comfortable environment uh, and listen sure. to this podcast and this great music. In the studio, we're featuring a drink mate, which is the Carbonate Anything Drink Maker. So you take any uh. kind of beverage and you put it in this uh, little uh, tabletop uh, uh, unit and it's and it carbonates it, and it's uh, it's really uh, unbelievable. A little startup company out of Michigan. Ah, oh, sounds lovely. Uh, I mean, uh, I'd like to give it a shot one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and we're not gonna, we won't talk about w- the one day part because right now it's a little tough for you <laughs> there in Turkey. Well, talk, <laughs> yeah. talk, talk about growing up in uh, Turkey before all the funk hit. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, you know. It was very different, actually, because rock music is rock music was very popular here, like, you know, 15 years ago, yeah. 10 or 15 years ago. It was it was really big. Yeah. Uh, but now these days, rap music, hip hop and trap is, you know, is really dominating uh, all the country. It's it's very surprising because um, it's coming from a very different culture. Yeah. But uh I don't know. Turkish people is, you know, very happy with hip hop and rap music right now, but I'm still, uh, one of the last warriors of rock and roll music here. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm loving it because, uh, I've grown up with rock music. I mean, Bon Jovi's It's My Life was the first, oh, first rock nice. song yeah, yeah. Uh, that I, yeah, I, I, I ever listened. It was very big yeah. even here. Yeah. Um, and I was about eight years old and I saw the video clip of it. I don't know if you remember that. Um, the boy is, uh, there. there's a girl and a boy and the boy is trying to, you know, get to the Bon Jovi concert uh, before the song ends. And he's running, running, running all the time. And and when I when I saw it uh, the first time, I was like shocked. I mean, yeah, holy, holy shit! <laughs> that, that guitar sound was just very huge, man. Yeah. And I was like, it's like, well, what is this? What is this instrument? What is this sound? Yeah. I don't, I didn't know, but I was amazed. And you know, till now, uh, I'm still loving. The rock music. I, well, and it's said, there's a great quote. Uh, they say, you are considered to be one of the most important emerging artists of the Turkish rock scene. I mean, that, and <laughs> that is so cool. And, and march into the, uh, to the beat of your own drummer, right? So to speak, uh, it, it, not in lockstep yeah. with all the rap and this and that, which I, 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 I totally applaud. Talk a little bit about, you know, tying into this rock music. Talk about when Lucy and her husband Robert visited, and you guys are in the car <laughs> together, and you're you're singing all the words to uh, the free songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, we met uh, with Lucy from you know, internet on Facebook, as I remember, yeah, and yeah. she was like, uh, she saw one of my video clips uh, when I was. 19 years old, yeah. I formed a cover band and we were playing in 
you know, uh, bars. And we were covering all those classic rock songs in here, Turkey. Yeah. Uh, because uh, back then there was still some great audience for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was a song from Free, Fire and Water. And we, I don't know, someone filmed it and put it on internet. And Lucy found me uh, from that video. Wow. And we started talking. and we were becoming, you know, very close and somehow we became like family, you know? Yeah. And she was like, okay, we're going to meet someday. And I'm going to tell all of those stories that I had. Yeah. And you know, she's lovely. She's lovely, man. I mean, she's like, she's like everything to me. And she came, came here two years ago and we had some great time yeah. with, with her husband, Robert. Yep. Uh, yep. And she met with my bandmates and, you know, she was actually shocked because all of my bandmates, they're only like 21, 22 yeah. years old. <laughs> and, and they knew all those songs yeah. uh, from that classic rock era. And she was shocked yeah. because it's unexpected, you know, right, some, right. some kids from Turkey. Yeah. And a very different culture, yeah. a very different, you know, musical culture. And that's happening. It was shocking. It, it was shocking. For well, and it was a highlight for her because she, she, uh, she, that story just resonates with her. You know, she's in the car with you all and you guys are singing along, know all the words. And yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that, uh, shift the gears just slightly. Let's tee up this net or queue up rather queue up this next song and you said of it, uh, this is one of your faves. Uh, another rock uh-huh. tune from your second EP. And I'll let yeah. you pronounce it in Turkey, but it translates into like, <laughs> there's no tomorrow, but um, the, the, the EP is titled uh, what? And then the song titled what? Uh, a two. Uh, okay. The the EP is titled Yarın Yokmuş Gibi. Yeah. It means uh, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And the next song is called Hareket Vakti. It's, I think it means like, you know, it's time to go out. It sounds like that. I yeah. mean, there's not, not an exact translation for that, maybe, but yeah. that's all I can do for you right now. Well, yeah, and uh, I think uh, it, it should be the anthem for uh, your political leadership there in Turkey. <laughs> it's time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lots of my songs, lots of my songs. <laughs> it's time to go out and listen to some rock and roll music. But in the meantime, we appreciate everybody yeah. uh, listening to Ride the Vibe. All right, if we could tee that up or cue that up, that'd be awesome. Bu yalnız onlara yarar Bıkmadın mı aynı yalandan Çıkalım artık yollara yollar yok olmadan Umut var içimde ama bera hep peşimde Akorsuz kalbimin çaldığı şarkım haricinde Elimde bir canım var o da çok can yakar bilirsin Bilirsin
Taşları karşımda Kalplerinde kelepçeler derler otur koşma Yalnızız aslında boş bir kalabalıkta bilirsin Eğer cesaretin yoksa bunu şimdi söyle Ama sonra gelip sorma neden böyle diye Başta inanmasan da bedel inandırır bilirsin Bilirsin Ride the Vibe, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, in this case, playing some killer music from Batu, and uh, also saying what I want to say, and this song says what I want to say to the political leadership in Turkey. It's time yeah. to go out. <laughs> Let's open it up, so get back, uh, get these... Let's move. <laughs> yeah, these musicians are struggling, man. They can't make a living, you know. I mean, you've got like 17 million streams on Spotify, and that probably pays you, what, five bucks or something? I mean, you know, at point... <laughs> Point oh oh. It's very optimistic. Firebox <laughs> is very optimistic. I don't know. Yeah. I think I might spend my last firebox with this Pepsi, you know. Here. <laughs> yeah, point oh oh three two cents per stream. Oh Lord have mercy. Well, I love that song. And you know the thing as I've been listening to this music in the run up to the show, it just crystallizes in my mind, but to the you know, the kind of the cliche that um, music is the universal language. Because I don't have the foggiest sure. idea what, what the words are until you're telling me now, <laughs> but just yeah, loving it, yeah. you know, just resonating. I was on my bike ride this morning uh, uh, along the Chattahoochee, you know, cranking the volume up and just digging it and really- uh, it, It's lovely to hear. Well, Thank you very much. You know, I mean, and, and not knowing any of the words, but now I'm knowing a little of the words and it even makes it more important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, so talk about your uh, creative process. What, I mean, how uh -huh. do you- you have a, a method to your madness as you as you write is it a morning afternoon do you you put it into the phone what, what do you do how's your how's that work you know i, I usually work at night you uh, know because uh you know it's it's a cliche too yeah uh but lots of musicians uh think in that way because i don't know i think some darker feelings you know yeah coming to your mind when it comes to night, I don't know. Uh, and sometimes I'll have a melody on my mind. Yeah. And, you know, I just try to put some lines on it. And I usually work like that. I'm also a guitar player. Right. And that right. works a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, that's all, man. I mean, it's not like a sophisticated progress yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just there or not there. I don't know. Uh, it depends by the night. Yeah. And when you say night, I mean, right now it's seven o'clock, uh, in Turkey or, or after yeah. seven, right? But you're exactly. talking about even, yeah, are you coming. talking about after the witching hour? Like even after midnight, you're, you're. Yeah. Uh, mostly after the midnight, man. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I I don't like to you know sleep early. <laughs> I sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> so I'm trying to do my best. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, as I read the bio, you picked up the guitar at about 16 years old, but you had been 
Yes. You'd been in a choir, a, child, a children's choir, you know, from uh, a, yeah. a young, young age and then pick a friend. Yes, that's right. Introduced you to the, the guitar. Were your parents musical siblings? I mean, what did it, you know, I talked to musicians and they, they will say some of them that, you know, they just felt like they came out of the womb ready to be, you know, musicians. Is that, was that the case for you or not as much? Well, I don't have any professional musicians uh, in my family. Yeah. I mean, my grandfather was playing keys, but uh, he was like, you know, he he wasn't educated. He was just trying to, you know, follow the notes yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, and that's all. Actually, uh, after I discovered rock and roll and after the choir actually um i don't know i think something happened to my ears mm -hmm. and i started to hear things a little bit differently yeah and then you know it was easier to start with guitar and also i was very ambitious to play electric guitar mm -hmm. after i you know listened to all those rock music yeah. and and here we are i, I don't that. know it just happened, man. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it just happened. And the friend that introduced you or kind of suggested, you know, you start taking guitar lessons, is he? Yeah, it was just a coincidence, actually. Okay. Uh, my friend was about to start taking course, guitar course, and yeah. uh, he asked me if I join him. Uh, and I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's a little bit early for me to start playing guitar. Yeah. And, uh, then we went together and he was signed, uh, after he signed, uh, then I jumped and I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Let's start. And then it just happened. <laughs> wow. And so he signed, uh, to a record label is, is what you're referencing? No, no, I, I don't mean that. Like, like, uh, starting the course. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then you followed. Uh, and um, you stay in contact. Is he a, a collaborator with you musically now to this day or not? I uh, know. Actually, actually, he quit the course after <laughs> playing one year. And wow. <laughs> and we are we're still very close friends. Yeah. We, we see each other all the time. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Uh, he's, he's an engineer right now. I got <laughs> uh, he's not doing any music professionally, yeah, but took a different path. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, then you're, I, uh, but I took the other path. Are your folks, uh, su real supportive or your siblings supportive if, if you have siblings? Uh, uh, well, my parents was like freaked out oh, they were. when I first started because <laughs> they were like, Oh my God, you're not, you're, you won't be making any money. <laughs> <laughs> and my my mother is a doctor and oh. my father is uh <laughs> doing stuff like that and yeah. i i was like the alien you know <laughs> i love it it was very different it was very different to them yeah but yeah. uh by the time by the time they started accepting it yeah and then you have brothers and sisters? You, you have... No, no, I'm the only child. Wow. I'm the only alien. You're the... <laughs> <laughs> so that made it probably even more uh, difficult for them to kind of get their head around, right? Because you're, you know, they they have an expectation probably like parents do of, of one vision, you know? And yeah, then sure. You, you, sure. You go sure. in a totally opposite direction. <laughs> That's funny. Exactly. It was, it was very difficult. I, lo but I love it though. They started to accept it. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. Well, I, I'm going to try, I'm going to take a stab at this, uh, pronouncing this one. 
Ona get me? Did, did I get even oh, close? Yeah you're, yeah, you're getting close. You're getting close. <laughs> you're uh, polite. You're being Ona polite. Gets, no, no, not man. Look, listen. Ona get me. Ona get me. Try this. Yeah, Ona get ah, me. Yeah. Exactly. And this uh, <laughs> this you're song great. you described as being one of your most well-liked. Uh, yes, this one is about... Actually, this is kind of a funny love story. Ah. Uh, it means don't go to him. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> I love it. Is it biographical? Uh, maybe. <laughs> if my ex is listening to this, no, it's not. <laughs> and I apologize because I promised you no get or no uh, got me questions. <laughs> but I'm the last DJ, so I can screw up. Well, Wahid, if yeah, we could. What happened happened, man. Yeah. <laughs> if we could tee this up. Güzelim bir bana gel yaktım yıktım kalan ne varsa Onun olma benim o Nefes almak bile zor sensizlik söz DJ featuring some delicious sparkled water here, thanks to Drinkmate. And Batu's got a Pepsi <laughs> that he's drinking <laughs> that cost him all of his uh, Spotify royalties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cost him all his Spotify uh, royalties that he got for those 17, 17 million streams. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that song. So <laughs> at the risk of uh, doing another gotcha question, did you write this song after she'd gone to him or was it during or? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I started writing it when we were together, but after she gone, I finished the song. I don't know. It's. <laughs> I love, no, you don't need to say anymore. It's all good. <laughs> okay. Hey, and we're going to take a short break here. To support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, which is DRS ATL, the beautiful uh, studio here in Roswell, Georgia, and my good friend and producer of the show, Ride the Vibe, Wahid Gomes. Wouldn't be a Ride the Vibe without Wahid's hospitality and generosity of uh, putting this show out for us. 
And after, uh, we're going to come back and we're going to transition to uh, songs that uh, Batu did with his band Heavy Sky off the album Dreamer. Well, we're going to do two, and then we're going to uh, feature the surprise we teed up at the very beginning of the show. So stay with us, and we'll run the rest of the show commercial-free. Thanks again to DRS Atlanta. So we'll be right back. DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. DRS, when the right sound matters. You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. And again, another uh, heartfelt shout out to Lucy Pillar for the introduction to Batu. Just uh, really can't thank her enough. And if there is a musician out there <laughs> that doesn't know Lucy, the one musician, the lone musician out there, give me a jingle and I'll hook you up. <laughs> she probably knows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she knows you. You might not know her. That's exactly right, Batu. Oh my gosh. And we, Wahid and I are going to, uh, we, we were uh, fortunate enough to uh, be invited as guests of hers and Roberts to a killer venue here uh, in Woodstock, Georgia, Mad Life. Oh, that's great. And we got to see uh, Jim Stapley's band, the great uh -huh. British rock band. He's which, great. Yeah, which was he's great. Yeah, he's great. Killer. And uh, he said to say hello to you and said the same of you. And uh, <laughs> Wahid and I are going uh, this Sunday to her house. So Jim's going to be the featured artist at her house party. So we're excited about that. Oh, that's, that's lovely. Yeah. She, she actually told me about that. That's yeah. great. I, I'd love to be there. Sometime, well, we'd love to know? have you there, darn all. When you can get your political leadership to, uh, <laughs> to, to uh, as you said in the second song, time to go out. So, so talk about that too. Uh, recording both in, you know, so now with Heavy Sky and the album Dreamer, which mm -hmm. is fantastic, the, mu it, the music is, it, it, uh, the words are in English. Talk about, you know, um, the, the differences and, you know, the, the mm -hmm. dexterity you have, the flexibility to do both and, you know, why mm -hmm. one over the other and, and why one album all in English rather than, you know, parts or one song in, in Turkish and, you know, just the thought process that goes into that. I find it fascinating. Oh, thank you. I mean, uh, it was very different because uh, Dreamer came out like five years ago and I was all in for, you know, English rock music yeah. back then. Yeah. And I wasn't listening any Turkish rock songs. And actually it was a dream for me. That's why the album is called Dreamer. Uh, uh, it gave yeah yeah it gave its name yeah. um and yeah i mean it was a great process and i'm very proud of it yeah. but uh we disbanded after uh a couple of you know tours uh, because it was very it was very hard to you know keep up keep up with uh a band like you know they're all singing in english and you're 
you're trying to reach to an audience uh, yeah. and they probably don't know English very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was very hard, but uh, we had that boutique audience yeah. for us and they, yeah. were, they were great. Those were some great times. And, you know, I learned a lot mm-hmm. when we toured. I was only 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lucy loved the album too. Yeah. And, she she did some great things for us back then yeah and you know i still appreciate it yeah so that band is is disband and then Uh um but this song we're gonna uh, play unbreakable off a heavy sky and then we'll you know come back after we play it i i I totally dig it and we're only going to do a couple minutes it's an almost six minute song so again all the listeners out there, you, you've got some money in your pocket because no, you haven't been able to go to gigs. So, you know, stream that thing a, at least a hundred times for Batu's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he makes a buck or 20 cents or something. <laughs> Maybe I can get another Pepsi. Yeah, because the poor God guy's sake, only got one. He's it. only got one please in his house. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Waheed, if we could play Unbreakable off of Heavy Skies Dreamer. his music as electrified rock and roll with lyrics which talk about the happenings of everyday life. And I've got to believe there's a story behind this one, which I love, Unbreakable. Yeah, well, it was like, you know, uh, it's both personal and also it's still a political one, but it's actually uh, personal as well. Because like you said, uh, you know, struggles happening all the time day and night and it's like fighting with them mm-hmm. the song tells that yep well and, and you know you talk about um 
the happenings of everyday life and, and lyrics that talk about that. One of the one of the lyrics, not from this song, but from the song Heavy Sky, I just uh-huh. loved it's uh, all the cliches are waiting for a brand new day. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. which really tickled me. <laughs> uh, and then I'm, I, I'm not sure which song, but it's uh, it, the lyrics are, we're all in the same game, just playing at different levels with the same aim. Yeah. Wh- which one was, yeah. which, yeah. which uh, it's, it's called world world, which we're going to tee up next. Yes. I love it. Uh, that's lovely. <laughs> that's lovely. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. Well, and uh, so talk about, um, you know, with the, not getting too heavily into it, but how you've had to reinvent yourself, your, your, your business model, how you go about your craft, you know, with this, you know, situation that we've been in for the last over too long. Yeah. You're, you're talking about a COVID process or yeah. Just how you've had to, you know, how you've had to go about, you know, working in that environment. Yeah. I I had some, very rough time, man, because, um, you know, as a musician, uh, I can only do music and I'm, I have to, uh, you know, make my money from it, uh, less or more. And after, after this happened, I mean, all the world struggled, but as musicians, we, I, I think we struggled a little bit more. Right. And, and the bad thing is, I mean, uh, the world is starting to start the musical stuff again, but yeah. in here, uh, we're still very far away from that. Yeah, and yeah. and that's making me very sad. And I mean, I can, I never had any, you know, uh, hard times with writing a new song because the music is my life, and I right. I always can find motivation to write some new tunes, but, um, it's not happening for everyone. And because, uh, you're, you're struggling with money, you're struggling Mm -hmm. with other situations. Uh, you feel alone. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very hard. And, um, I started healing from it, but I have a long way to go, but I'm feeling much better. Yeah. I'm feeling much better. I hope all the musicians out there are feeling much better now. Yeah, and I hope so. Because it's, you know, it's both the yeah. financial and then, as you just mentioned, the psychological effect of not being able to uh, uh, perform your craft and get... Sure. And, and, sure. and for the audience, I mean, Wahid and I just looked at each other and looked at Lucy and Robert when we were at the show uh, last <laughs> Saturday before yeah. with Jim's band. You know, just the energy level, the excitement. And they, <clears throat> it was the first time they had performed great a great yeah. british rock band right so yeah, it yeah. was new for them and then for myself that was the first venue i'd been to since the funk hit and you know it was exciting right oh my god i'm like oh pinching myself you know why he never going like what what is it are we you know real and you know the energy level and there were probably about 200 maybe people but you know just rocking out to great classic uh, british rock music which there you know is yeah, so sure, much man. performed by consummate musicians like yeah and the energy level yeah. the give and take yeah. but you know so i can't only imagine what it's like to to miss that and then you know, I've read some articles and it's, you know, people have said kind of cavalierly, oh, well, musicians just should reinvent themselves. Well, it's not like a restaurant, right? <laughs> Where the, sure, you can do takeout. Sure. You know, it's very, 
you know, the takeout for you, I guess, would be, you know, doing, um, you know, videos or doing, you know, concerts sure. remotely, but it's not the same. Sure. It's not sure. It's not. I mean, you can't stop whenever you want. If you're doing, if you're trying to, you know, uh, keeping yourself alive as a musician, yeah. it's not something, it's not something like that. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to be very big, uh, to be able to do that. Right. Right. Uh, mm. and lots of musicians are not. So it was very hard, man. I, but I'm, I'm really very happy. At least, uh, some musicians out there is, you know, getting their jobs back. Yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah. Well, we need more of it. <clears throat> so, uh, let's play this next song, which is world off of heavy sky, uh -huh. the dreamer album. And this, uh, this yeah. song is, again, one of Batu's favorites. with the same aims. So talk about this song. Yeah, actually, it's funny because uh, it's like, it's about these struggles you, you have in life, just yeah. like we talked before. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's so. Uh, the song tells a few different stories mm -hmm. and, you know, they're actually very same. Yeah, yeah. But with different devils. Mm. You know what I mean? Now, did you write all the songs? You know, one of the things that that I miss so much <clears throat> is being able to, you know, back in the day when we had the albums and we could open up the album and it uh -huh. had actual liner notes and, you know, some of them were sure. like thick as a brick, you know, like a booklet. Um, you know, you could get a, a depth for the 
music and now with the streaming stuff, you know, you just, did, did you write them all? And, um, yeah, I, I, I wrote them all. Yeah. Oh man. I wrote them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, actually we had physical copy yeah. of dreamer yeah. back then. Uh, also we had vinyl for it oh my uh, because gosh. I'm a big fan of vinyls. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, we were, we were very lucky, but it, the, you know, these days it's, it's very hard to, you know, release your album as, uh, with booklets, just like <laughs> it's so expensive. Talk. Yeah, exactly, man. And, and the sad part is it's not only expensive, no one's buying no it one's that buying way. Them. I know. Yeah, I know. sure. Yeah. So, how, you know, very I, complicated. I, yeah. And I can't even imagine how you would, how you can walk through that minefield as a musician with all that's stacked against you just out of the gate. But, you know, I, I yeah. I've had musicians on the show that have said they'll never do another album for just exactly the reasons you described. Then others have said, mm-hmm. no, we, we, we're going to do an album because that's the way the music flows for us. And then others mm-hmm. have gone, well, we're going to embrace the genius of the end. We're going to do, you know, we'll release a single and then we'll release another single and then another, and then it'll c- culminate in the release of an album. What are your, what are your thoughts, Batu? Well, I'm always open for you know releasing physical copies yeah it's great at least it's a great uh you know memory for you for yourself as a musician right um but actually i believe in digital platforms because they are you know creating some paths for you 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 can do music from your home right and you can release uh it as as a very big album yep. and, and the world is accepting it. But, um, it was like four or five years ago. Now it's starting to get very complicated yeah. because streaming platforms are not paying that much. No. And, and they actually, they're actually forcing you to release a new song every month. Yeah. Um, you, ha- you have, you always have to keep it fresh, but yeah. it's not, I mean, it doesn't sound like being fresh. It sounds like something very wrong because, uh, you have to be very fast and that pressure might lead you to make a mistake mm-hmm. with your music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know where this is going, man. There was a great article. It was titled REM's Mike Mills tells Spotify's CEO, Daniel Ilk to go F himself over artists needing, (laughs) (laughs) needing, needing to release more music. So the thrust of the thing was exactly what you're saying. Ilk goes, as I understand it, and reading the article, he said, oh, well, if you musicians want to make more music, just put out more music or make more money. Just put out more music. No problem. And Mills is going, yeah, it's, it's, easy it's, for you to say, dude, you're terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Terrible way to think. And then, that, and then they quoted in the article, they said, yeah, you know, that you're making 0.00331 cents per stream. And then you got to split <laughs> it between management and business managers and on and yeah. on and on. I, I yeah. Exactly. Geez, oh, exactly. It's, mm. yeah, it's, it's just terrible, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Really. Oh my it's crazy. God. It is kind of crazy. Well, we we uh, teed the audience up, and before we get to it, though, I just want to you you are a multi talented guy, and before we get to this last song, I want to have you just uh, speak about what it was like to be a keynote speaker at the TEDx, 
and then also uh, starring in a TV show as yourself. That's one of the most watched. Talk, talk about those two, two things a little bit. Yeah, sure. Sure, the TEDx was great because uh, I spoke to to the high school kids. Ah, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was about dreams, man. And, uh, you know, telling them to my stories, you know, uh, it, it felt great because, you know, I was like them. I was dreaming of being someone, making someone. Yeah. And um, that time I felt really great because I was like, okay, I think I managed to do something. Yeah. Uh, it felt great. It felt great. And about the TV show. Just, uh, just, uh, just uh, for a second, were you able sure. to play the song Dreamer during the talk? Because it's so prophetic for what, what the top, you know. Ah, the... uh, no, no, I, I actually played it. I actually you played did. it. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I would that, think. that was great. I, uh, I'll, you know, just a little piece, yeah, but sure. I, I played it. Sure. I remember it. Well, wow. it was two years ago. I love it. Well, folks, go out and uh, download that whole album, Heavy Skies Dreamer, because it's fantastic. And then get uh, Batu's <laughs> Thank you. new songs that he's put out uh, in uh, Turkish. And because, again, it, it will move you, regardless of like me, you don't know what the words are, but it. it uh, <laughs> It's prophetic. Oh, you started. You started speaking Turkish today. Yeah, well, that's right. I can do Ona. <laughs> but to, so, well, it's a good start. It's a start. It's a good way to start. Well, when you come over to visit Lucy here in the states, man, then we'll get yeah. we'll get more chance to hang out. So, uh, sure. Talk about the TV show a little bit and how that came about, uh -huh. and then uh, you know what kind of experience sure. that was like. Yeah, it was. It was actually the uh, Turkish version of House MD. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was it was very popular oh. here. I'm, I'm I'm using the word was because I think they made a finale. Oh. I don't know about yeah, it, yeah. but uh, it was like uh, my label called me and they were like, "Okay, but to uh, they're gonna use a musician yeah. and they want to use you." And I was like, "Oh, sure." Yeah. So they're gonna use my music. No, they're gonna <laughs> use you. <laughs> okay, but wow. But you know, uh, yeah. But it, it was it was terrifying for me because <laughs> I never, I never did something like that, yeah. and it was very big, man. Yeah. It was very big. All the people is watching that TV show, yeah. and I was like, okay, so what I'm gonna do? And they were like, oh, you're just gonna sit there, and your music is being playing. Oh, and I was like, okay, that sounds great. And when I went there, I learned that I had actually some dialogues. And oh. I was like, you're kidding me. How am I going to supposed to do that? I can't do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> because the names, because names there was very big. Uh, they were very popular people and I never acted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But somehow I sorted it out and I love it. it it went very, very good. I don't know. It, it was a great memory. Yeah. I love that. Was, were you picked because of the music, because your mom was a physician or a, any combination or just a. Oh, actually, no, they, they didn't know that my, you know, uh, my mom, they just wanted to use me. I, they wanted to use a rock musician. Mm -hmm. And, Got you it. know, they picked me. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> now, was there spillover, the popularity of the show? Did then that, did that help drive, you know, people to come to your shows and buy the music? Was there that kind of, of benefit? 
Well, uh, it was only two months ago, so oh, okay. uh, yeah. the venues were already closed. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the people who supported me, who uh, my fans were like, wow, so Batu, you're getting big. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it made them happy because, yeah. uh, you know, they were uh, here for me from the start. Yeah. That's great. Well, we are the sh the time is just flying by, but we promised the listeners that we would circle back, and I'm going <laughs> to do that by re-sharing uh, the quote. He is an artist of outstanding caliber, and I wish I had met him years ago. I had the pleasure of playing on a few of his tracks several months ago, and his singing was absolutely inspiring. I hope to work Thank with him again in the not-too-distant future. And this song, <laughs> Find a Reason, is that not-too-distant future. So do uh, you want to play a little bit of it, or should you want to talk about it or play it and then talk, come back and talk about it? What's, what's your choice, Batu? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's, let's play it first. Good. Well, we're going to play just a couple minutes. And y'all, this is not sure. a finished product, as I understand it. Yeah, it's just a demo. It's a demo, yeah. but Batu and uh, both Simon were gracious enough to uh, give the uh, Ride the Vibe an opportunity to feature this. So we're going to play just a couple <laughs> minutes of Find a Reason with uh, Simon Kirk on drums. The vibe feature and find a reason. That's a demo. Batu and Simon Kirk. I uh, can't wait for the uh, finished uh, song to come out. It's got uh, unbelievable promise. Yeah, man, it's 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 very exciting. And uh, this was the very early demo for that. But yeah. I want you, I wanted you to play it because uh, it's very exciting. It's actually another dream coming true for me. Yeah. And thanks to Lucy, of course. Uh, uh, wow. She, you know. 
she gave me the opportunity yeah. and uh it's it's lovely i had a bed company t-shirt when i was a teenager oh no way and, <laughs> yeah yeah and and i want to go back in time and tell tell a kid uh that he's gonna play with simon in you know <laughs> some part of his life that's uh, that's lovely that's great unbelievable and as i understand it simon is the uh I don't want to say longest running because that would be impolite, but he is, he's the original, an original, original that's still, uh, you know, with all the iterations of the band, Simon is the mainstay, so to speak, on, uh, on this, on the Sure, skins. he was, he was one of the architects yeah, of, of the, of and the band. Yeah, definitely. It's it sounds so unreal. Still so still so unreal to me. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. Well, so well deserved. So th that came about that collaboration, and then just as we wrap up here with the last couple of minutes, you know, parting thoughts, and then future projects is is uh, more songs with Simon in the off uh, an album, perhaps, or do, what? What do you see? Yeah, well, uh, I have an album coming out on you know fall probably uh love it. and love it. all yeah all all turkish songs uh, uh there will be 10 songs i guess yeah. um and after that i want to release a blues rock ep uh, uh yeah. and probably the two songs i did with simon yeah. and some additional ones uh will be in it i love it i love it yeah that's that's the plan for now i don't know yeah. what's going to happen, but we will see. Oh my gosh. Well, we would be uh, honored to have you come back on the show. And sure, uh, what would be really killer is to have you in the studio here in Roswell, Georgia. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? And I just... Let's let's dream about it, and it's gonna happen. Someday. Amen. You have to put it out into the universe. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And then and then that's uh, so true. You can be at a house party at Lucy's. <laughs> so, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. Well, we heard it. We we put it out there, and that's gonna and we're gonna make it happen because dreams do come true. So y'all go out and get uh, Heavy Skies Dreamer album. Be on the lookout for Batu's new upcoming. Uh, CD with all with yeah. Turkish songs. And then uh, shortly after that, a collaboration with Simon Kirk and some blues rock. I love it. Yeah. Just been a Me pleasure, but to <laughs> thank you so much for making the yeah, time. It was great, man. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. It, it was lovely. God bless you, brother. You too. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Better get her Better late than never, here's my thanks to every place my song on the radio.